Connecting life and faith. This is Connections. I feel that without faith, I don't know where I would be. Um, God, the Word is the source of my comfort. It tells me that I have a purpose. And I thank God that even though sometimes I may not always understand, I thank God that in the end, He has the victory. Um, the devil doesn't. And I have a purpose. And I believe that my purpose in life is building character throughout my life so that I could communicate with the rest of the world about autism as well as spreading the gospel. Matthew Kenslow juggles more than just balls and clubs at his motivational speaking engagements. He juggles the challenges and stigma that accompany his Asperger's syndrome. In spite of his disability, the talented juggler, pianist, and college graduate recently added published author to his list of achievements. Today in Connections, he'll share about that book, Juggling the Issues Living with Asperger's Syndrome. He'll also share with us how important his faith is to him and how it's helped him his diagnosis. He's a pianist, a juggler, a motivational speaker, and now a published author. We're joined today by Matthew Kenslow. You've released a book, Juggling the Issues, Living with Asperger's Syndrome. We're going to get around to that book in a little bit. But first of all, we just want to get to know you a little bit better. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I was raised um, in a Christian home. I believe I'm a child of God, and I was raised with a diagnosis of Asperger's syndrome under DSM-4. Now it's just autism spectrum disorder. So I feel I made a lot of friends, but I've also had a lot of struggles, and I decided to take them and write them in a book. So I became an author in 2019 in a book called Juggling the Issues Living with Asperger's Syndrome. For people listening, could you explain a little bit about what Asperger's is or what Asperger's was, I guess, before they took it out of the DSM and uh, maybe some of the differences that you might have in daily interactions because of it? Sure. I describe Asperger's Syndrome having or being like an enhancer plugged into the brain. It just enhances our perception in life. And a lot of things... um, It's easy for us to be shy a lot. That's one of the big things. Um, And concentration is hard. I was usually the last person to finish a test. And therefore, I struggle with reading because my mind can't stop talking. I struggle with sleeping because my mind can't stop uh, talking. And yeah, and then there's a lot of positives because I it's I don't have a photographic memory, but it's easy for me to remember a lot of things, especially dates and such. Uh, but as far as interactions go day to day, it's a bit hard sometimes because of basic timidity, uh, just some bashfulness, shyness. Did you find it hard as a child growing up or was it fairly easy for you to connect with friends and stuff like that? It was both. I made a lot of friends, um, probably hundreds by high school graduation. But the struggle that I have is I I haven't actually really spent time with them outside of school. It was more superficial, like high and by and such. Um, I know that they enjoyed my company. Uh, Some of them would give me a number between one and 40 something back in the day. And 
I would give them bi the biography of the president and such. They thought that was neat. And um, one really cool thing about you, like you've said, is is how you can easily remember things, um, including the books of the Bible. Now I had to have a song to remember that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about how awesome that is and, and how you've been using that in your own life. About uh, memorizing the books of the Bible, my, yeah. I was raised as a Christian, and my grandfather and mother really raised me, and, and I'm very thankful for them. And even back when I was three years old, my grandfather would open up the Bible and do Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus. I even have a YouTube video about that, a home video. And later, I had it memorized, and I'm very thankful uh, because I know where a lot of things are in the Bible. I get to navigate through his word more easily. Uh, you've had a lot of achievements, too. Uh, includes gold medal of achievement in the Royal Rangers. Now, is that kind of like scouts? Is that the same idea? Yeah, Royal Rangers is like a faith-based scouting mentoring program. And I've been and in it since I was five. Wow. And so uh, gold medal of achievements, kind of like uh, the rank of Eagle Scout, right? Which is pretty impressive. Yeah, it took me several years. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite thing about that? Yeah, I, I love it. I would say it's a, a lifesaver to a lot of people. And it taught me not just survival skills in real life, or I mean, in the wilderness, but also in real life. Um, like when you grow up and you're on your own and it also taught me a lot of things about the Bible and living with the biblical perspective, the Christian worldview. So it's very, very fun and exciting. So Now, you mentioned it just a little while ago that you have YouTube videos and you have your own YouTube channel. What made you decide to start that up? I love how you have all kinds of things. You have your juggling on there. You have your Royal Ranger stuff on there. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, Truthfully, I started it in the summer of 2017 out of just a um, time in my life that was kind of hard uh, for me. And I was just wanting to see if I could contribute something to other people to brighten their days, to make them uh, happy or optimistic. And so I just decided to post my piano videos, plane spotting videos, juggling videos. And then it wasn't until 2018 till I decided I'll make autism videos, autism awareness. So uh, that's how that got started. And then it developed from there. Now, you've also got your book. Tell us a little bit about juggling the issues, living with Asperger's syndrome, and why you decided to put that book together. Uh, juggling the issues is a anthology, an anthology or, or a collection of short stories. And each short story, or most of them, is like an attribute to having Asperger's syndrome. And it kind of got developed because my agent suggested it. My agent suggested going with an like an autobiographical piece instead of something fiction. And I written it so that I could communicate with the world exactly from a firsthand perspective of how we live um, and the struggles as well as the, the pros, the, some of the good sides of Asperger's syndrome. What are some of those good sides of Asperger's syndrome? Um, for example, memorization. It's easy for us to memorize and have like a kind of like I had personally also had a sense of humor and I made 
uh, my classmates laugh and teachers laugh and such and made them feel good and all that. Um, and back to memoriza memorization, I think that I made a lot of friends because I was memorizing the presidents back in middle school and such. And that's kind of it, uh, a couple of the, some of the good sides. Another thing I would contend is perseverance. Like it's easy for me personally, and probably a lot of us to persevere and just never give up. We're usually motivated and we usually don't want to finish things or we, yeah, we don't want to finish things that we started. I mean, I'm sorry. We, when we start something, we want to finish it before we like have to go to bed for the night. <laughs> I understand that. And uh, one thing I liked is, like you're saying, looking at the positives of this, my wife is actually a school psychologist, so she'll do testing with kids and does a lot of diagnosis and um, did her master's research actually on uh, helping young kids with Asperger's. And one of the things that I've found that she and a lot of her coworkers do when they do give a diagnosis of somebody on the spectrum, they now write these kids and their families this little book and it's all about how – this is how your Asperger's or your autism diagnosis gives you new superpowers. And it's all about exactly what you said. These are the great things that comes along with this. Like maybe you'll be good at numbers. Maybe you'll really like science or different things like that. And I think that's really important to show that this isn't a bad thing, right? Your mind works in a unique and amazing way. Yeah, I agree. And I believe that's also um, how God created us. We're, we're all unique. Yeah. Speaking of your yeah. faith, how has your faith guided you through all of this and, and through the diagnosis and just life overall? I feel that without faith, I don't know where I would be. Um, God, the word is the source of my comfort. It tells me that I have a purpose. And I thank God that even though sometimes I may not always understand, I thank God that in the end, he has the victory. Um, the devil doesn't. And I have a purpose. And I believe that my purpose in life is building character throughout my life so that I could communicate with the rest of the world about autism as well as spreading the gospel. I really like that aspect of it. What's it been like to hear from people, maybe families or individuals that also have Asperger's that you've helped or People that have heard the good news, what have you heard uh, about this book and the response? I have heard a lot of good responses. Um, there's a YouTube comment. I have a friend in Scotland, and and she got a hold of my book, and that's kind of how we got to know each other on YouTube. And uh, she said that she is understanding her son a lot better and that it's a good book. Um, I've read the reviews on Amazon, not just those in the United States, but also India and Australia and the United Kingdom. And a lot of them uh, have good things to say about it. And that makes me happy. What was it like? What was the process like for you writing the book? Because you, like you mentioned before, it's a little hard to read because your mind doesn't quit talking. What was it like trying to write out one train of thought while well, you've got a million thoughts going on at once? Uh, well, I did it very carefully. <laughs> um, <laughs> Good. I, well, I always loved creative writing. It was reading other works that was the struggle ah, okay. and such. So. Um, I was writing since first and second grade and I would overwrite and get disciplined heavily for that. <laughs> and 
as I grew up and I continued to write, I never got anything published. So uh, once I got to college, I'm like, if I'm going to write something again, I'm going to get it published. So I began writing a fictional piece. And like I alluded to before, my agent said, well, how about you write, a, write an autobiographical piece first? And I took his idea. And so um, I just took a lot of things about autism and I compartmentalized it in Word documents like one for social and shyness and another for um, reading and test taking and those struggles and, and so many other things. And I just put it together in an anthology of short stories. And the process was just having to be patient and taking down some notes on the side. What do you hope people are going to learn from this? What I'm what I'm taking away right now is that no matter what diagnosis you have or no matter what you face, you can still be very successful. Yes, I, and I believe that. I believe uh, disability or not, anyone could do whatever they set their heart and their mind to do. And, and behind the disability, whether it's physical or developmental, we have a heart and we have a mind and we do have purpose and we shouldn't be hindered from accomplishing that purpose. What what I hear from you, too, is like, don't pick up a sense of like, maybe like anger towards God, you feeling like, why did you create me this way? Like, you're giving thanks to God. You created me this way. Thank you, God. Yes, definitely. Do you feel that's made a difference in your life, having that outlook and the success that you've had then? Are they connected? Yes, I believe so. I believe uh this is why I believe, like, as I grew up, God was giving me character and building me the character. And that also included not just with the struggles, but also with social interactions. I mean, I have been teased and discriminated a lot, uh, particularly in elementary school and all that. And it was very hard. And since I have autism, it's hard for me to forget. And I could still remember a lot of those times very vividly, like kindergarten fourth grade, fifth grade, and such. And I've lived with those throughout my life. But I think underlying God was building me character. And that's my outlook of those things. How does it feel now to get your voice out there and to share all of this with, I guess, I'm going to say basically the world now, because it's a book, it's out there, it's everywhere. <laughs> I praise God. I mean, this is what I believe I'm called to do and it's my joy to help other people all around the world the best I can in this life um, so that they could understand so that they could accept one another and accept themselves and that's what I feel about getting out there in the world it's my joy it's because it's about other people um, and them understanding and accepting what would you say to people listening that maybe have been struggling um, with a diagnosis or feeling that they're left out or different and don't have a place in the world? What would you say to those people listening right now? Well, my advice, what I would say is that you do have a purpose. You do have a calling. And God created us for a specific reason. It says in the word that he knitted us in our mother's womb and he knew us and we're fearfully and wonderfully made. And... One of my main encouragements is to try and be number one. And that shouldn't be like a, a rank, like there's number one or two or three. No, I, I believe everyone could be number one. 
And to be number one is to do the best you can, persevere, don't set your standards on other people, set them based on your own self, thereby being number one. What would you say to the family members or parents of someone who's recently been diagnosed with something similar to you? Um, I would say to just take the diagnosis, the, the diagnosis that you've heard and just realize that your family member, this isn't going to limit your family member. It's not going to stop them. And I just encourage them to, to stay strong and raise them. Uh, just continue to raise them and have faith because I believe a lot of parents are to, to those who have a disability are everyday heroes, but you just got to persevere and, and just, and ask God of, of how to raise uh, your family member. Matthew, you mentioned, um, you know, God knit you together in your mother's womb. I know that comes from Psalms, but in, uh, in Jeremiah, when God calls Jeremiah, he also uses a similar phrase because Jeremiah is saying to God, no, you don't want to use me. I can't be used. I'm too young. This is wrong with me. That is wrong with me. And God basically says to him, no, before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew the purpose I had for you, Jeremiah, and I chose you. I will use you. And I always say to people when I'm preaching on that, like, God chooses each of us. He will use each of us with the unique gifts that he's given us. And it's so amazing to see you using it uh, in that way. So thank you for sharing that with us. Yeah, my pleasure. Thank you. How can we go about picking up your book or maybe checking out your YouTube channel? My book is on Amazon.com, but it could also be ordered at any bookstore. Also, uh, I saw it on Walmart and Barnes & Noble. And my YouTube channel is just my first and last name, Matthew Kinslow. Thank you, Matthew. You're welcome. My pleasure. And thank you so much for joining us and for listening today. Don't forget to subscribe. We'll talk to you again on Connections.